Good morning and welcome to another morning mental prayer with Shalom Kaysen. Today's topic is light of the world. But before we begin, make sure you take a second to hit the like button and hit the share button. It only takes a split second. If you like this video and share this video, it will help other people to see it and it will help me as well to spread the gospel of Jesus through mental prayer. And let me tell you, there aren't, as far as I know, there aren't many people sharing mental prayer this way. And mental prayer is so beneficial because it asks people, it challenges people to change their lives. It's not just praying. It involves thinking about your sins, uh, confessing them to God, and trying to change through the power of Jesus Christ. It's so beneficial, so powerful. It's an ancient method of prayer that many people have glossed over and lost. So I'm trying to bring it back, trying to do a revival here of mental prayer. Um, so like and share, and it will help me out, and it will help other people out. Because as you know, if you've benefited from these mental prayers, it can really, really help your spiritual life. Moving on to our enlightenment prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. My God, I firmly believe that Thou art everywhere present and seest all things. Cleanse my heart from all vain, wicked, and distracting thoughts. Enlighten my understanding and inflame my will, that I may pray with reverence, attention, and devotion. Today's quote is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 5, verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. And we're just going to reflect on this quote for a short while. Here's the quote again from the Gospel of Matthew. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Alright, moving on to our reflection, sit quietly and consider this. 
How can you be a light for Christ today? And the quote, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. How can you be a light for Christ today? Here's the reflection. How can you be a light for Christ today? And the quote, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. How can you be a light for Christ today? Alright, moving on to our next reflection. How have you tried to hide the light of Christ in the past? Here's the quote. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. How can you, how have you tried to hide the light of Christ in the past? I know it is a strange question to think about, but if you think about it, for a few moments, a minute, you might find something interesting there. So just try your best. Maybe there isn't an answer, but try your best to think about how you've tried to hide the light of Christ in the past. Here's the reflection. How have you tried to hide the light of Christ in the past? Here's the quote. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid.
All right. Moving on to the Thanksgiving prayer. Almighty and eternal God, I adore thee and I thank thee for all the benefits which thou in thy infinite goodness and mercy has conferred upon me. And our resolution, the most important part of mental prayer, the thing that makes it so different than any other kind of prayer and what makes it so beneficial and why you should like and share is because we are resolving to change our lives with mental prayer. And based on this reflection, we should resolve to avoid every sin that we can. However, we should especially resolve to avoid one of the seven deadly sins, which are as follows. Lust, envy, gluttony, greed, wrath, pride, and sloth. My suggestion would be to avoid envy. Some people are envious of non-Christians and they think in their mind, well, if I just don't pray grace before meals out loud if i just whisper it or just say it in my mind if i don't put my hands together when i'm praying if i if i just read my bible on my phone if i don't mention that the reason why i'm voting for so and so is because of my christian faith if i don't mention that i'm against uh going to this particular movie because it has lewd scenes that are, you know, uh, not okay for me to watch that are a near occasion for sin. If you don't mention these things because you feel like, well, my friends wouldn't understand. They don't get it. I'm Christian, but I just don't want to bother anybody. I just want to love God on my own and go to church and I'll talk to those people. Uh, this is usually a problem for younger people who are Christians, and it is also a problem for people who, uh, as Christians, get thrust into the limelight and then start questioning their faith. So there have been many famous examples of Christian rock artists and other types of artists who suddenly, and especially since Instagram came out, who just write a huge post on Instagram, like their autobiography about how they don't believe in Christianity anymore. And, oh, it's because God in the Old Testament, he was so mean. And, oh, it's because God told people to kill women and children and babies. And, oh, it's because uh, if God was really God, then why is there cancer? It's questions that have been asked a hundred million billion times for 2000 years since Jesus died so yeah these questions are important but they're not new but young people who haven't read uh, church history which is why um, I with my kids I tell them about church history and, I, and I'm gonna do it more more often but I definitely tell them about church church history and things that happened in the past and books like the Summa Theologia Theologia by Thomas Aquinas. You should definitely, definitely read the Summa Theologia when you, it's hard to say <laughs> Summa Theologia, but uh, it's free online. Look it up. Thomas Aquinas Summa Theologia. It's on newadvent.org and there's lots of different versions out there. That was a like introductory document for people who were just learning about the faith and it's, it's humongous. It's like so dense you like it's almost like a bible you wouldn't imagine that this is just for beginners but back in the day people were much more 
interested in learning and knowing the faith than now. And a lot of churches don't even have catechisms available. Catechism is supposed to be a book that explains everything that you believe in black and white. And yes, it's good to have the Bible, but having a catechism such as the Penny Catechism or the Baltimore Catechism is great as well, especially for younger people to be able to defend the faith. You can't just say, here's your Bible. Now you need to believe everything because me as your parent, I believed it or your parents believed it. So um, here you go. Here's a Bible. Go and defend the faith. Uh, nah, it doesn't work that way. So in order to defend the faith, you need to have a quick question and answer format, which is what a catechism is that you can see why you should believe the things you believe. And um, with that, it's because people are going to ask you questions. You need to have a quick answer. And when you see the answer, it might help you to understand a little bit more why you believe. So um, catechisms are super important. The Summa Theologia is one, but it's super dense and it's very hard to understand. But if you want to check it out, you can. It's free online. But you could also check out the Penny Catechism. You can check out the Baltimore Catechism. There's lots of different ones. Uh, the Baltimore Catechism is my favorite. It's online for free. And uh, they have versions of it that you can buy for really cheap on Amazon. You can look up the Baltimore Catechism. Or like I said, you can look up the Penny Catechism. And it just has a question and answer of what we believe in the faith and why. And it's, it's very important to have because it's young people that leave the faith. It's the, and it's because they have simple questions that they feel haven't been answered by their parents or by their church leaders. And let me tell you, since even when, I mean, even when I was a young adult, you know, after I, I had left uh, my parents' house, joined the military, there just weren't many answers out there for most of the Christians that I talked to. So I was like, well, there's no reason to continue believing this. Eventually, I came back around through my parents' prayers and through um, the grace of Jesus Christ. But I mean, I'm telling you there, I had no reason to believe that Christianity was correct and that Christianity was the only way to have eternal salvation and happiness. But there are tons of reasons that have been around for thousands of years. I just wasn't aware of them. Maybe if I had access to the Summa Theologia or a catechism, things would have been different when I was younger. Maybe not. I don't know. But here's the thing. Don't be envious of people who are non-Christians and say, well, I'm going to hide this or I'm going to hide that from them. You got to be the light. You have to be the light of the world. And in order to be the light, you need to know the faith. You can't just read the Bible and say, well, here it is. Uh, you, there are very, very saintly people, holy people who put together catechisms in the past and they are great tools. Uh, it's not a replacement for the Bible. No way. Not at all. Not in any way, shape or form. It's just a supplement that helps you in a plain question and answer way understand why you believe what you believe. The Bible says this is what you need to believe. This is what Jesus said. This is how you should live. The catechism says this is why those things were said. This is why you should follow the commandments. This is why you should follow Jesus. And that's not always spelled out 100% in the Bible. The Bible does have everything you need in there. Yes, but it's dense. 
It's a tome. You know, it's very difficult for a young person to just read through the whole thing and understand everything. And this is why we have Bible studies and other things like that. I'm not going to continue on too long about this, but it is an important topic. Pick up yourself a catechism if you can. And if your particular church doesn't have one, maybe look into using one from a different church. Like I said, the Penny Catechism and the Baltimore Catechism are two great ones that you can look into. And... Um, yeah, I mean, that's my suggestion, but also just don't hide your light. Just anytime you can share the faith, do it in any way you can, like wearing a crucifix or a cross, like praying out loud before meals and not rudely, but you know, so that other people can hear and you, you don't need to whisper if you're in a restaurant or say your prayers out loud. Or if somebody is, uh, you're praying at work or at school somewhere and somebody comes up, hey, hey, Joe, hey, Sally, how's it going? Oh, uh, just give me one moment. I'm saying a quick prayer. Thank you. And, you know, you just say your prayer. That's how you evangelize. Don't hide your light. You can't hide it. All right. Moving on, because I went on and I've been talking longer and longer, but I'm going to I don't know. Let me know. Leave a comment. Like if I talk a little long. Is that good? Is that bad? Would you rather just the reflection and move on and think about your own comments about it? I don't know. I'm still learning these things and I'm doing my best to figure out the best way to do it. And your comments really help me to improve the quality of these uh, mental prayers. All right. So we're moving on to our resolution and morning prayer. My God, I offer thee these resolutions. Unless thou deignest to bless them, I cannot be faithful to them. I beseech thee most earnestly to bless me that I may serve thee faithfully this day by a perfect devotedness to all my duties and a steadfast adherence to all my promises and good resolutions. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you and God bless. Don't forget to like, subscribe, hit the bell, and share. If you're on iTunes, leave me a review that will really help to spread the podcast. Follow me on social media at ShalomCason1 at SDCason.com. We have meditations and quotes. And if you want to support us, we have a shop and prayer books and card games coming soon. Until next time, stay holy, my friends.